Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Some breaking news this morning. Myself and BBD as the baseball news is the stove turning back on. Shota Imanaga signs, because uh, he's required to by posting rules, uh, to the Chicago Cubs. Seemed like it came down to Cubbies, Red Sox. We heard the Giants dip at the last minute. We still don't have a number on Shota, do I... we? I actually just found some oh. numbers. I was just about to look up and see if more of the details, because it's a very complicated contract, which I think we'll get. Kikuchi-esque? Uh, more. So I think it's a baseline two for 30. I think it rather easily can escalate to 460, and I saw that there's a maximum of 80 million. Oh, so we're... So there's, there's just a bunch of escalators in there, I think. We're a lot more in the ballpark... Than we thought, because I mean, there was a hundred mil was being reported, right? People, there was a Hassan lot about a, you need to commit five years, and that was like you know people I I know and trust, and I don't think we're wrong in thinking that. Okay, so as we get the show to Imanaga details, he heads to the Cubbies, and the guy that it was looking like he's probably replacing on the Chicago Cubs, Marcus Stroman has rumors that are pretty close and near and dear to us. Reportedly, the New York Yankees. And we, uh, I guess, if we wanted to and we were these people, we could throw a little actual logs on the fire. Uh, the Talking Yanks account got a couple DMs yesterday saying that there was some momentum going with that. Uh, for a couple reasons, we didn't do anything with it. One... Uh, nothing was, like, official. So for us just to tweet, hearing Stroman Yankees rumors. Yeah. The, comes off what pretty we, What we heard wasn't, like, uh, it's done. Yeah. No, it comes off pretty clickbaity. And, like, that's reporting, which we don't really do. Yeah, yeah. We've tended to dodge the breaking news game unless we're, like, feeling real good about what we've got. Yeah. So that was... Um, that's happening... Last night, we kind of got an inkling of it, and now John Morosi tweeted out this morning that both sides have come to the table, which is important for this one, because uh, both sides have talked a little a little junk to each other. I looked up some of the old stuff this morning. It's the Cashman stuff, I guess, is Cashman's standard operating procedure. He said he didn't think Stroman would be an <laughs> impact playoff pitcher for them, which... <laughs> Superstar free agent Jordan Montgomery, he said the same things about as he was in the Yankees' walls. It, there's like, if you, go, if you go back and look at any quotes he said, he didn't say that, but he's, I think he said, we feel really good about our playoff rotation even without him. I think he, I like, think he had a quote that was like, if he, if I, he was I, on this team, he would end up in our bullpen. I think he said that was Yeah, so. it wasn't. And the, I think what he said wasn't ever saying, like, we don't believe in Montgomery. It was like a comment about he like the there's no exact quote in the realm of like a, not believing in Montgomery as a starter. It's a lot of blogs starting to be like, yeah, he never said that. Okay, but okay. it was a tough sentiment on the way out. He had a quote that didn't look good. Right. Uh, well, let's do Shota Imanaga because it's done. Um, Shota Imanaga signs with the Cubs. Their rotation. Uh, is interesting. Justin Steele, one of the breakout players of the past couple seasons, um, you know, age 28, 306 ERA last year, was in the Cy Young running till the end. Uh, Jameson Tyone, a friend of the family, 
Uh, awesome dude. Uh, I feel like he's a streaky pitcher, uh, and he did that last year uh, over, like, both halves. So he he really locked in towards the end. The end-of-year stats aren't that pretty. 29 starts, a 4.84 ERA. A recommendation that I'm giving to Tyone uh, via our friend Ian Happ, mutual friend Ian Happ. Uh, hey, pitch well early because the ball doesn't fly out of Wrigley. Ian Happ's goals in April is just, like, don't be under 200. Or he said it on compound or rose rotation or here. He was like, I just want like, I don't want zero home runs and I don't want to be hitting, I think like under 250. He's like, hitting at Wrigley in April sucks. Um, so Tyone a little bit the reverse engineered side. that. Um, I don't know if he'd be there too. They signed Shota Minaga. Let's see. He's 30 years old. We'll get more into him in a second. Kyle Hendricks is 34 now. Look at Kyle Hendricks stats from last year. 24 starts at 374 ERA. Sure. As, as I look around and look at pitching numbers from around the league, Kyle Hendricks did his thing. Jordan Wicks got called up last year. Uh, he did some things for a young pitcher uh, that were breaking, like, Cubs records. He's 24. Let's see what he's got. And right now the guy that got pushed out of the rotation was BBD's Javier Assad, mm. uh, who was really good last year. So when you start looking starting pitchers, you know, you definitely want to know that sixth. You'd like to know the seventh. Uh, they have some guys. Hayden Wisniewski was a Yankees farmhand who made some starts for them last year. Uh, Caleb Killian uh, got called up at one point. Ben Brown's a prospect for them. So if they're if the Cubs are done with their pitching and Shota is their move, uh, I think there's still an argument you'd love to see. You'd like to see more of a two-three. Uh, that stand out clearly. Could Tyone have that season at age 32? Is Imanaga the guy? Kyle Hendricks, what's he going to have in his bag of tricks? Or does Jordan Wicks climb up the rotation? They have options in a rotation in an NL Central that I still don't think is nearly decided by the offseason. Um, I even threw out to the Talking Baseball guys if we should do that as more of a discussion today along with Imanaga and the Reds have spent a lot this free agency and the Brewers have been the class and the Cardinals should bounce back and will the Pirates ever? They signed Shota Imanaga. Uh, the stats overseas are really good. He didn't get as much hubbub as the other guys because he's not as electric. Um, you know, he's kind of a soft-throwing lefty. You're looking at 90 on the gun. Uh, so, you know, you tell that to any... You know what? It... If, if you haven't messed around on Twitter or X a lot, just go tweet out Shota Imanaga is going to be a stud and go check out your replies uh, because they will tell you how that fastball is going to get rocked and he's going to stink. I don't know. The, the guy has pitched a lot of baseball. He pitches in a league that we're seeing more and more translation to. Uh, there's a rumor he's a fly ball pitcher and the Yankees were out on that. Um, Tough division in the AL East if you're a guy who has homer problems in Japan, but you know, and the I other think that scared the, off the Yanks. The other funny thing that was going on for me is people were comparing him to you. Say they're like, this guy's the next Kikuchi. I don't think guys realize how I don't want to say complimentary that is. Kikuchi, I guess he had a slow start in the majors, and I I forgot about that a little bit. But you said Kikuchi last year. 32 starts, 167 innings pitch, 181 strikeouts, a 3.86. You say Kikuchi was good last year. That is currently kind of the outlier of his career. Uh, 2021 with Seattle, he was an all-star. 
Ended the year with an ERA plus under 100. Uh, put that in a Jolly Olive video in the future. <laughs> the other All thing, the other thing I want to say is it's a lazy comparison. It's it's comparing Penix to Michael Vick because they're lefties. It's like Kikuchi throws heat. Kikuchi throws gas, dude. He hits like high 90s on the gun. Imanaga is not that guy. He pitched against Team USA in the WBC. Um, there's results there that you're going to get something from him. Is it just innings? Uh, and A, we're paying for innings these days, people. Especially hold on to that for the rest of the conversation. And I think the thing that's interesting to me is the Cubs are basically saying, Imanaga, we think can outperform Stroman next year. Now let's see what contracts look like, because that's the next part of this. Marcus Stroman for the Cubs last year, the numbers end up being slightly funky. 136.2 innings, a 3.95 ERA, a weak and butter, and a career 3.65 for Stroman, as you hear the Yankee fan in me hope to start getting excited about him. Um, Marcus Stroman... Uh, what's my best butter knife? Through July, he had a two four seven ERA. Um, on July fifteenth, so is that that's is that after the deadline? There the break first start after the break two eight eight two eight eight. Um, you know the the guy was all JM through the first three months of the season. I think if that means something to you, we love you. Thank you. Subscribe. Um, he had a hip injury towards the end of the year. Uh, Hits the IL after a couple bad starts, comes back, and he's trying to help the Cubs' playoff run, so he's not really, you know, he's rehabbing in yeah. September in the major leagues, and he, he didn't do poorly. Out of the bullpen. Yeah. Like two of those. Like, yeah, I mean, just he basically pitched like nine total fairly clean innings. Basically an opener for a couple games. He's Marcus Stroman. You know him. Um, I, I guess for me... For Shota Imanaga and the Cubs, that you remember, they got hot uh, before the trade deadline to keep Cody Bellinger, to keep Stroman. Uh, be interesting to see how that stuff plays out uh, over the next next year or two to see if there's any seller's remorse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Opposite of buyer's remorse? Yeah. Um, Marcus Stroman, pitched a lot of major league innings, 1,300. He's got a 3.65 ERA. Um, Honestly, there's only one year that's a really true outlier of bad. Um, 2018, 19 starts, a 5.54 ERA. Looks like there was some bad luck that year, and uh, who knows, was he banged up or anything like that? Everything else, the numbers are there. So, again, for me, in the Cubs, who finished 83-79 and 79 last year, the speech I've been giving you is, how are they going to get better? Um because right now, Belly's still gone, and he was a massive player for them. Uh, you know, if you look around that team, Christopher Morell is a guy who's young and could get better. Matt Mervis. But I don't know. And, you know, I've heard a lot of Christopher Morell trade rumors this year. Maybe, and hey, let's, again, offseason's still rolling. It's like the hot stove's just picking up, as I joked. Um Cody Bellinger, offensively and defensively, still hasn't been uh, replaced yet. Uh, Pitching-wise, have they replaced Stroman? I think there's an argument. I Season can, to season, Stroman to Imanaga, I have no clue. 
No, none of us know what Imanaga is going to be here. You can say that according to what the Cubs' plans are, they believe in him more and they have replaced him. I, I, we'll see if that becomes true, but that I mean, in their Imanaga's, heads, I think they've got to be saying that. Imanaga's range next year is anywhere from you know three three RA. What a season! Maybe guys need to see him more to to hit him better. Uh, to like a high fours, like pitching at Wrigley, new league, uh, not. You know, of the pitchers coming over, you know, at, at M- MLB GMs. I mean, how about this? Even if, I was going to say if you're not a baseball loser, but you have to be a baseball loser to have pitcher from Japan conversations. I mean, Yamamoto this year, obviously Shohei's in our books. Sanga comes over. He's electric. Uh, Roki Sasaki, we're getting jazzed up about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, like we're... We're starting, and I don't necessarily say it in the most negative way because I think originally to come over, you know, even 20 years ago, you had to be the cream of the crop because uh, the MLB was just on a different different level. The world caught up. I said this during the WBC. Like, Shota Imanaga is going to be an MLB pitcher. Like, I don't, this isn't a Kiyagawa situation. You might have to learn, and, I, yeah. and with the contract he's getting, you know, they're going to throw him out there. Um yeah, is he? Look, it's not. The people want to make him a Kagawa thing because there is kind of a comparison where Agawa was the two to Dice K at the time, and and obviously like he isn't Yamamoto. I mean, we think, but definition. it's so different. His he has like good stuff. Kagawa yeah. came over, and everybody who watched a bullpen said, "Oh, yeah," like immediately. Um, Imanaga pitched against Team USA. The Kiyagawa, I mean, put that in the Steinbrenner bad book. <laughs> just like trying to punch back the uh, like for you know th- specifically i've had a lot of conversations about Imanaga, and all my research was done through like a more yankees lens and thinking about like why the yankees i don't think were interested because they you know they they tend to not give big deals out to not like ace le- caliber guys so so i've been coming at a lot of Imanaga conversations with uh well he isn't that but like everything you read on him he like he will be an MLB pitcher. I don't know where that ultimately lands. He has a huge range, like you said. We had Eno Saris on this show. Eno Saris, a very smart baseball person who, when the rumors were, <laughs> the rumors at that time Pre-winter was that meetings. Yamamoto was starting to clear 200. He landed at yeah. 375. <laughs> and Imanaga was going to be around 100. And Eno was like, I can't promise you anything either way. He he basically he basically said um he basically said that like I think he said he leaned Imanaga at that price or depending where Yamamoto's price point gets to um just cuz he doesn't know its promise with either of them. Now I don't know how loose he was being with that and you know we're we're learning more about these guys. Cubs get an arm that should give them innings. They've got a little depth. Like, at this Cubs rotation heads to spring training. I think Cubs fans are like, okay, let's roll it. Um, they finished 14th in ERA last year, 15th in whip. Um, I guess let's see what that looks like. Um, bullpen was kind of middle of the pack, but the Ks were coming, and they kind of love what they're doing in their bullpen. A lot of Cubs fans will tell you that. Um Let's see what else they do. I still think they're Belly's team, and I I think for them, they could point to Imanaga, and they think they'll outperform, and 
this this team will get better together. Better together. Uh, mm-hmm. Pete Crow Armstrong, my guy. He gets the call at some point. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the Cubs. The Central, we'll have time to talk about it. I think them and the Brewers are really close as long as, long as the Corbin Burns trade does not happen. Uh, I think the Reds are really close too, and I'm not even I'm I'm not going to write off the Cardinals. Um, I think last year was just one of the worst seasons we've seen come off the rails. Uh, that if the Cardinals have a 15 and nine first month, like the Cardinals are, I'm, I wouldn't say they're back to being the Cardinals, but they're very much in play for the NL Central. Pirates, I I do this. I do this probably once a week. I, it felt like they were on a path. And I don't know. They just their pitching got hurt. Brew Baker and Oviedo. I've done this before. Um, we'll have a ton more NL Central talk coming up. But let's talk about. You might want to hear about the Yankees. You might want to hear about Marcus Stroman, and you might want to hear about DraftKings. NFL playoffs are here, and we've teamed up with DraftKings, an official partner of the NFL, who's kicking off. Things with a huge offer. Throughout the playoffs, new customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when they place their first $5 wager on anything. If sports betting is not yet available in your state, not to worry. You can still join in on all the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code BAKERS. Bet just $5 on any wager and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code BAKERS only at the DraftKings Sportsbook Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code BAKERS. Uh, Marcus Stroman. So, like we circled on a little bit. Um, Marcus Stroman has some quotes, had some quotes about the Yankees and kind of punched back at Cashman a little bit, um, saying that the only guy on the Yankees that, you know, is going to be in his realm the next five to seven years is Garrett Cole. Uh, kind of a funny quote. <laughs> Not a, not a ton of Yankee fans running to defend Rodon or Nestor right now. Uh, we know Marcus Stroman. He was with Toronto uh, for five and a half years. He went over to the New York Mets, uh, pitched a bit for them, uh, and then he got signed with the Chicago Cubbies. Uh, really good career, three six five ERA, a short king. We love that. Listed five seven one eighty. When we talk about these world of monster pitchers. Uh, and then there's the other world of Stroman where he's one of the biggest baseball personalities on Twitter, X. What should I say? Uh, I think tw- the shows I Twitter. listen to, they try to get to X. Yeah. I feel like we're still in a tweener area. I still Twitter. The website's still twitter.com. Yeah. Just an X pops up. Anyways, uh, Stroman has engaged with a lot of Yankee fans on Twitter. Um, Usually not in a happy way. Usually a lot of smack talk. Um, He fires from the hip. He believes in Marcus Stroman. He should. Uh, Marcus Stroman has achieved more than, you know, 99% of baseball players, and that's more than basically 100% of the population that that tries to achieve that. Um, he He has a fashion line. I think he's got a... You have a book? He's got a couple books out. Guy does a lot. Um, 
including engage with fans on Twitter in positive and negative ways that, you know, I've already seen a lot of Yankee fans doing like, oh boy, <laughs> like, uh, it feels like there's a little bit, a little bit of inviting the lion into the den and it feels that the opposite way too. Stroman's talked that talk about the Yankees, um, that I don't know. They're, my initial reaction was basically this feels like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to picture like a college friend group and there was two couples that dating and the, the couples broke up and then two of those people decided to like start dating almost out of spite or out of fear. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, they just kind of ended up in the same place. And The Yankees, and uh, this, isn't, this isn't an attack at Stroman. Stroman pitches. He's got a big personality. Baseball needs more of that in general. The Yankees have a pretty bad resume of dealing with loud people. A, normally they stay away from it. The Donaldson thing, uh, they neutered him pretty hard. He used to be one of the loudest personalities on Twitter. Stop tweeting. Like, and we we know the Yankees PR, like they they mean business. They are a big company. They're Disney. That they control things. Uh that A, that part of the relationship would matter. B, it's contracts. We just talked through some of the Imanaga stuff and let's see how it sorts out. Two for thirty. Um, into some option years, which if you remember Kikuchi's contract with, when that first broke was kind of crazy. Definitely want to see the numbers on that um, as they come out and see where Stroman's at because the other, obviously there's a lot of stats that are important when it comes to free agency, but man, age. Uh, and Stroman, sneaky, he's 32, he turns 33 in May. Um. Like a year younger than me, we could be friends. Um, Gold Glover, I was thinking about that today. If he does become a Yankee, I'll be excited for that. He he plays really good defense for pitcher. That like will be fun to watch. The way he pitches is so fun to watch. So, um, the question would be, what kind of contract does that look like? Um, you know, what suitors were out there for Stroman? Uh, his fan graphs heading into free agency was listed at three for 66. Uh, three for 66. So uh, the number becomes important there uh, because if you're going to be giving him 22 mil a year, um, you know, what does that compare to Sonny Gray, another short king who got 25 mil a year? Where does Snell and Monty land? All of those conversations. Um and I guess that's the other thing that's nervous in Yankee land, because let's be honest about it. If Marcus Stroman pitches well, he will be beloved. Yankees want to win. If Marcus Stroman pitches bad, he will be disliked. Like, that's kind of the cut of it. If Josh Donaldson was great the past two years at baseball, <laughs> any fans would love him. If he had an 850 OPS and was playing good defense... If he had a 750 with, like, a couple <laughs> moments. <laughs> we would have been more in on Donaldson. Uh, that's not how it went down. Uh, if Stroman ends up on the Yankees, performance is going to dictate how beloved he is. He's a guy that's not scared of the moment. Like, I, I'm not worried about him pitching in New York at all. He pitched for the Mets. Did it? Uh, he's pitched in postseason games. The numbers are um, okay. 
but he's, you know, thrown 30, 30 innings uh, in the MLB postseason. Uh, for the Yankees, and, you know, we just talked about a Cubs rotation. Then again, I said Justin Steele's pretty, pretty nice and deserves your respect if he doesn't have your respect. After that, you know, you, it seemed like a lot of pitchers, you'd be more comfortable with them as your... As the secondary edition. Three and a half, your four. Um, the Yankees, Cole, Rodon, Schmidt, Nestor. If Stroman slots into that, you've got guys that have had high-end seasons. I mean, between Rodon, Nestor, and Stroman, you'd like to think someone... Those guys can have a big half, excluding injuries. Um, if not a big year. Clark Schmidt... Came onto the scene last year, was very solid. You wonder how much upside is there. Or if he's just, you know, your four or five that's giving you innings and six innings, two earned runs, which he did a lot towards the end of last year, sure, fire me up. Um, the the scary thing for Yankee fans then turns into depth a little bit. Um, after, let's say they sign, sign Stroman, they, you got five there, five guys that have had high success at the major league level at different points, um, they don't really have any pitchers after that. Luis Heal's been rehabbing. Um, People even before injury thought he's a reliever long-term. You know, they, I imagine they'll give him a shot to be stretched out this year. We're talking Cody Morris, Cody Poteet, um, Cody well, I was, Morris. I was just going to say the Cody's, I think those are... In the Yankees' heads, their Brito, Vazquez replacements as far as the role. Obviously, those guys younger, maybe a little more exciting. Yeah, I guess... We don't know a lot about the Cody's. I guess for me, they, you know, the Yankees went into last season with their eighth starter as a part of their rotation, and then he stayed in their rotation the whole year. Um, Quick. No Domingo Herman this year. Clarkson, Kings out. Brito, Vasquez, who were their pieces. So, um, I think if you're a Yankee fan... If Stroman's a move, again, there's a part of it that feels a little dirty. I mean, again, I'll super be rooting for Stroman. He's a Yankee, and there's some old stuff with the Yankees that needs to be broken, and maybe Stroman's the guy that can break that. Uh, again, you're Stroman versus the Yankees organization when he's a part of the Yankees organization. That doesn't feel like the perfect formula. Uh, but then, again, the, the Yankees, you, you really want another body that can be a starting pitcher um, or has pitched innings in this league. And I'd like to think they're still going to get that guy. There's room in the bullpen if you can have a swing guy. Michael Lorenzen's reuse, like what, whatever it is, the Yankees would need more pitching. You'd look at the roster and you'd be like, okay. You know, I mentioned that Cubs pitching staff, Cole and Steele. You know, even if we call that a wash, uh, which I think – Cole still gets the edge there, but any given Sunday. Uh, Rodon, you'd really like to think he's going to bounce back. High-end potential. You take him against any of those Cubs starters. Uh, Nestor Cortez, kind of a similar boat. His best has been better than those guys, but the injury uh, or just pitching risk is also there. And then Stroman, like I said, he was a part of those Cubs last year. You know, I think if he signed with the Cubs tomorrow and you said, hey, we're doing an in-season tournament, we're copying basketball, Stroman would be there too, right? I mean, we haven't seen him in Aga. You take Stroman over Tyone, uh, performance base. So um, there's some things to be really excited about. Uh, you know, on, on a personal level, I know Stroman took some 
took some shots at John Boy Media back in the day that we were all like, whoa. Like, we weren't even, we weren't even, like, at the table for discussion, and, and we got a couple couple darts. That being said, we're, we're killing with kindness guy. You know, if Stroman's a Yankee, we'd welcome him with open arms. Maybe do a talking Yanks. Let's iron it out, Pop. Um, but, yeah, I think for the Yankees, Yankee fans especially think of this path. Okay, Yamamoto. Didn't happen. Are we trading for one of the big guys? Burns, Bieber, uh, Glasnow. Hasn't happened. A couple of those guys are still out there. But if they get Stroman, BBD, how high are you on them trading for Bieber? I would guess if they sign Marcus Stroman, they will not trade for Bieber or Cease or any of those guys before opening day. You'd like to think. We visit at the deadline. I'd like to talk in July to you guys. Right. Um, so then, you know, we did a, our last talk in Yanks was Snell versus Monty released yesterday. Jordan Montgomery, a lot of Yankee fans like him. Nice dude. Pitched some good games for them. Ticked up when he left the Yankees. Um, you know, can he handle Yankee stadium? Any, any things that are bonus check marks? You're not really worried about with Monty, uh, innings, which has been a big conversation. You feel pretty good there. Uh, and then Snell. Snell just won the Cy Young. Like, and we're doing, do we want this guy? Like, it, that gets a little dramatic for me. You should want, every team wants Blake Snell. It's just at what price. Uh, to go from that to Stroman, a guy that's been controversial in Yankee land. I mean, a lot of our, like, friends on Twitter, like, they're talking about, like, uh, like I've personally been blocked by him. Right. I think which, I'm clean, actually. Which. He's talking about me personally. You know, um, it's just a little bit of a roller coaster ride that landing here. And again, I think the other thing is, and this part is unfair to Stroman, the the comparison is Donaldson. Like Donaldson was kind of a loud guy that it was like, hey, let's let's let him in and let's let's break the mold and have him be loud and piss off the Red Sox and do all of that. Um, and that didn't work out. So the most recent time we tried it, it full as as big an egg on their face move as the Yankees have had in a long time. And man, I mean, hey, we've said the Yankees have need personality, and I agree with that. Verdugo and Stroman, hmm. it's a lot of personality. It's a lot of personality coming in. Never mind Juan Soto. <laughs> so <we're> like <laughs> personality wise, kind of a happy go lucky guy, but, you but know, a star of stars. <laughs> He has he has a lot of fun visibly playing <laughs> like, baseball. You know, arguably the the best player on the Yankees. Uh, so that's something. Uh, so let's see if it goes down. <laughs> Just keep forgetting the Yankees have him, right? Let's let's see if it goes down and let's see what that number is because that's where the game, that's where the great game happens. Uh, but man, the baseball stove has kicked back into gear. Let's see what's next. I think we're going to drop a standalone football thing with Justin Pennick uh, just to talk some playoffs and stuff. We'll see what that looks like. For now, enjoy this. Baseball back. Um, and subscribe and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, and shop.johnbunnybd.com if you want to hang out with us and Aaron Boone. Whoa. Well, come, come to a show. Live. And Stroman, maybe. 